Hey everyone, you've tuned into Spark with Shireen, the podcast that helps you harness content marketing to win over your audience. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spark with Shireen. Now, in today's episode, we talk all about creating a living making content. As a content creator myself, I'd like to think that it is a viable career, and I'll be talking to you all about how the various platforms out there are incentivizing creators to get going on their platforms. But before I jump to that, I'd like to let you know what I've been up to out of the studio. And I'll kick things off by letting you know that we've officially set up Spark Studios as a channel on Apple Podcasts. Now, what this effectively means is that we've clubbed all the shows that we produce and the ones where you can find yours truly hosting together to make it easier for you to navigate through our content. So in addition to the Spark with Shireen show, you can also catch me on the Akhbarika newscast, which we publish from Mondays to Fridays. And the idea is there that we recap to you the stock market news in five minutes or less. And we also have the Akhbarika deep dive, which is a weekly show where I get down with a co-host and discuss an investment matter of the week. Now, in the future, we'll be releasing additional shows that are produced within our studio, and for those, we'll publish them onto the same channel. And yes, we will have a couple at least released this year, so watch the space. Now, onto the meat of the matter. Over the last decade or so, creators have been pumping out content on one platform or the other, but as the game actually began to get tougher, you know, because more creators started popping up, the players found that they had to invest more time and effort, which are both limited resources, to make their content stand out more and more in a sea of videos, podcasts, pictures, you name it. Now, that actually left little time and energy to have a job at all. So the content that they were creating needed to be monetized so they could keep on creating. And so some platforms rewarded popular creators directly. Now, think of YouTube's shared ad revenue model. But it hasn't just been the creators fighting over social media budget that's been brewing. You see, these content platforms themselves have been in a bit of a tiff over luring these creators in against each other. Now, in addition to offering winning features and functionalities, another and more obvious incentive has proven to be good old cash. Now, this leads us to say that platform incentives effectively equal payday. Now, YouTube has recently introduced a facility for viewing to tip creators creators called Super Thanks. So why not, right? If you like the service you get as a waiter, you give a tip. So it only makes sense that if you derive value, be it educational or entertainment, from someone's content, then you make a similar gesture as a thank you. Now, the only problem is tips for service workers are often standardized as a percentage of your total bill. Now, when you're not out there paying for content to begin with, how do you actually benchmark these tips to creators? Now, I mean, 15% of my near-to-nothing YouTube premium subscription may not be enough to get some creators out of bed. And in this case, YouTube has taken the call that tips will be one-off for an amount ranging between 2 and 50 bucks. Now, Facebook has introduced something similar on its live audio room feature, and it does exactly as the name suggests, where it allows consumers to reward creators, except they're calling it donations instead. Now, all of that being said, this is why creator set baselines actually work better. Now, this is why when you go to a creator's Patreon platform, they've already made suggestions on how costly of a thank you they'll appreciate from you. And so monetization platforms Platforms such as these serve a purpose in an otherwise vague exchange of value to creation. 
Now, membership and subscription fees set by creators also help add clarity, and some content platforms are recognizing this and therefore extending it. Take Tumblr, who, for example, has recently started testing a new feature that allows bloggers to charge a subscription fee for their posts, or actually Substack, to that matter, who allows publishers to charge for newsletters and podcasts. Now, even Twitter has introduced a feature called Superfollows for creators to put a paywall in front of their tweets. Now, this model is no stranger to podcasts, and Apple Podcasts has recently released a feature to allow creators to provide content for subscribers. Now, Spotify is trying to provide something similar in value for podcasters too, but with a twist, as it introduced the feature for consumers to subscribe or tip podcast creators as well. Now, even Quora has launched a monetization feature to allow its creators to charge for accessing exclusive Q&A content. They're calling it Quora Plus. Now, other platforms straight up are willing to give away money. Now, Facebook, for example, recently announced a program to reward creators for content on Facebook and Instagram. Now, they're giving away a billion dollars through to the end of next year. And yes, that was billion with a B. Now, bringing things full back circle to YouTube, they've recently announced a $100 million fund to incentivize creators to create short-form video content on its TikTok-like platform, Short. Now on to what else I've been up to, and here's where you can consume some of my fresh content. Now there's a new episode of Kev Connect, which is a podcast show that I've been hosting, and the latest show is coming out tomorrow, the 13th of September, 2021, depending on what year you're listening to this podcast, where I'll be discussing the tech startup ecosystem out in the Middle East. Now on the episode, we'll have three guests, each of them giving their own unique insights, and we have an investor as well as two entrepreneurs on the show giving us very different point of views. Now, if you want a link to listen to this podcast, I recommend that you follow us on sparkrestreen.com or just head on over to the show notes. Now, one last thing. I'd like to share with you guys what resonated with me this week. Now, one podcast show on my Rota is a show called My First Million. And on the show, there's a couple of entrepreneurs that get together and they often share their thoughts and opinions about various up-and-coming opportunities. Now, on a recent special that they released, the co-hosts actually discuss the difference in producing podcasts that cover original content versus reviewing current news. Now, they focus on the effort required to create content and the effectiveness of the content itself. Now, when I listened to this episode, I couldn't help but reflect on their thoughts vis-a-vis -vis the strategic decision I took when shifting from season one to season two. You see, for those of you who've been following us, you OGs, all the way back in season one, you could tell that it was fresh content. We had new guests on every episode talking about a different matter, whereas in season two, I'm doing more of a recap of what I'm up to out of my studio as well as what's going on in the news. So to get a little bit of someone else's perspective on this matter. I do recommend you head on over to My First Million. Again, if you want links to everything, I recommend you head on over to sparkrestreen.com, register to our newsletter, and in your inbox every week, along with the episode drop, we'll link you everything you need as well as visuals. But you can also go on to the show notes. Now on that note, I do hope I've created some value for you all. Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.